to anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Well, welcome, podcast land and listeners everywhere. This is the Men Church Stuff podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, DJ Culp, as always, here with my uh, dear, dearly beloved brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. How's it going over there, Brad? You know, I'm feeling beloved. <laughs> you are beloved. Hey, you are beloved. Um, Brad, we've got we've got awesome listeners, man. I know, I know that like our podcast is still young, but um, our listeners really uh, are 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 quite intentional to let us know that that they really like what we're doing, and so I'm I'm always grateful that uh, you know that that you wanted to get on board and, and do this with me. So Absolutely. thanks for doing that. Yeah. And listeners, thank you. We, we love the fact that you guys love our show. So Brad, you are beloved. Oh, that's, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> I just, you know, if you're listening this far into the podcast and you followed us this far, I just got bad news for you. You're probably as crazy as we are. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> but and, you know, I guess all the best people are, in my opinion. So that's right. Yeah. Anybody who identifies like as as quote unquote normal, they are very much lying to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> um. So, dude, to today we're going to talk about uh something that is. It's like a touchy feely subject in in my experience in the church. Um, which is men and weakness. But I thought it'd be fun to open up the show with the stereotypical way of approaching this. Um, so, yeah, right. Yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah. So, um, listeners, I, I mean, for those of you who don't know us, you may have actually already been able to gather this, that um, I am not necessarily, not no, not necessarily, I'm not at all, your man's man and a lot of times like man a man's man you know typically is is stocky at best um brad is <laughs> and so so when i ask this to brad uh our opening question just know that i'm asking this more out of pure interest not because i can throw anything back at you that that might that might diminish diminish your answer because I'm not built for this. I found that out a long time ago. Brad, what was like your max bench? Oh, so so not as not as high as I would have liked it to be. And so so I got to preface all this right. Here's me like protecting my answer because I don't <laughs> yeah. feel like it's good enough. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, we're already opening it up, and and, and the stereotype is already coming out. <laughs> it's it's perfect, isn't it? And 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 I I will tell you, I think part of this is about humility for me from God. Uh -huh. I always wanted to bench 300, right? That's what I wanted to bench 300 pounds. Uh, that was, that was my goal. I, I got buddies who did that and more. Uh -huh. I used to work out with a guy who could bench 400 pounds. Which yeah. I still can't wrap my mind around. Yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even squat that. Um, <laughs> so the closest I ever got to that was 225. Um, when I pushed up to 25, I, I had, I had an old wrist injury from mm. uh, my end of my junior year. Uh, really I had broken that same wrist when I was in fourth grade. Uh, so when I pushed that up, it felt like my wrist was about to explode. Oh gosh. So, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess this, here's me protecting myself. Like, well, it's not my chest. It's not my it's chest. Not my chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my wrist wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So 225 is the most I've ever pressed. Well, let me, let me, let me shine some light 
you know, to, to, to give you a glean of hope that I can be the person, Brad, that you want to be. Not not in the terms of having a bench press, but like living a life of humility. I'm that person because my max my max bench that I remember was like 150. That was it. Like I am I'm a wuss, dude. <laughs> like I'm just not I'm not built for a bench, and I always hated it. I like because I always I always wanted to be able to I always wanted to be able to bench a lot of weight, but I have never wanted the body that you have to have that you have to be able to, yeah. to, to build it. Like to me, like guys that are like, I'll call it like grotesquely or disgustingly ripped. I mean, it's really impressive. It is. Mm. I just have, I have, I don't know. I've, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of that body style. And so um, we had a, uh, I remember this in college, actually, I, I didn't even think about it for today's show until you said, um, you know, that you, that you always wanted to bench a lot more. And all of a sudden it just, yeah. it, it occurred to me, um, when I was in college, the, the chaplain for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did like, um, like an FCA, FCA, uh, gathering, but on Murray state's campus. So a bunch of college students, uh, went as well. This guy, like he wore a typical t-shirt that you and I would wear. His arms were so big that, that his, that his sleeve could not cover up his bicep it's not that he rolled them up it could not cover up his bicep and he and he mentioned that you know that his bench press was 525 that's that's pretty insane yeah i mean and 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 for me because i'm because i'm a pans all i can think is why (laughs) like like why but i know for a fact that when push comes to shove that you know you were talking about uh um brad uh a couple episodes ago you know like if a big grizzly bear comes at you you know that you're not going to win but i'm going to scrap you anyways i know when push comes to shove i'll scrap for my family and if i'm fighting a dude who who can bench 525 as long as my family has enough time to to get far enough away i know he's gonna i know he's gonna rake me across the coals you know that's, here's the that's secret part of who I am. Yeah. Here, here, here's the secret. It's, it's not the guy who can bench 525. Okay. It's, it's the guy that can squat 525. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like you get, I, I imagine if you're fighting a grizzly bear, you're going to use some football type moves. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my coach true. always said, listen, guys, bench press is for the ladies. No leg way. Pre- leg press is for football. You know, squats <laughs> are for football. Football is a game okay. that's played mostly with the legs. You with know, the you, legs, you have some yeah. Strong arms too, but but your yeah. chest is, you know, that's just a, a smaller yeah. portion. So, I actually like I I always I I I always felt that I had a a much better, um, like much better back and and leg, um like muscular structure than I have, than I ever have for, for my chest and biceps. Um, like, I mean, Brad, it's okay to agree with me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm not a big guy, but like, I, I remember, I remember, um, deadlifting in high school and I had no clue that I could deadlift that much weight. Um, and I, and I mean, I think I did, I think I, I think I did deadlift, I don't know, four or five, four or 500 pounds. Which yeah. I mean may may tip may be typical I don't know but um um I couldn't do it much but uh do you have like um so so because I'm not a big guy I was actually always a runner now I don't like running um but like I was always really fast um were you like, or like because you are a bigger guy like you are a much stockier man than me so so here here's where I ended up. I was fast for a big guy and slow for a not so big guy. And unfortunately for me, I hit right there in the middle. Yeah. I'm, I'm five eleven and a half. Okay. I'm not six one. I'm not six two. Yeah. Uh, I didn't run a four, four. Yeah. Right. Sure. You know? And so. Us dwarves uh, are natural sprinters. I was, I was, (laughs) I was fast enough to be really big but wasn't really big and yeah. i was i was small enough to be really fast but it wasn't really fast <laughs> i got you yeah so for me 
my like I was actually I was always I've always been really fast. I should I shouldn't sure. say I have always. I used to always be really fast. Um, but uh, like if I if I were to ever be able to 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 kind of like contribute to a conversation of look whatever look what I have done at whatever point in time, yeah. my fastest mile was under five. Okay. Um, and I'll never forget like it was for uh, is for freshman year in high school. And our uh, our football coach, you know, was was the one who was teaching uh, gym class. And um, and I I just wanted I just wanted to run as fast as I could. I just wanted to get like kind of get it over with. But I want I really wanted to see how fast I could do this. Yeah. Um. And and I and I did it. I th- I, I think I did it in like I don't know four fifty five four fifty seven something like that. And uh, uh, Coach Jones, I think, is what his name was. Um, I was I was heavy into band. I was as a as a as a, a music guy. But he said, DJ, if you ever want to play football, you let me know. But I remember my body was telling me, please don't do that again. You know, like like I was <laughs> <laughs> I was I told me that a lot playing yeah, football. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't listen. Nope. Yeah. I'm doing that again. Well, I I I've never done it again, but I actually at least I can say that I have done it. But like I think that I think it's I think it's weird to kind of transition in, in into the topic today. I really do think that it's kind of weird that that men men enjoy like one upping each other. Like who's the best? You know, like how how can I how can I dominate you in on on this level or on that level? We'll even do it um, the opposite. Right. Like if we're not doing very good, we'll be like, I'm, I'm doing more, not good than you. <laughs> oh, like you scored three. I scored two, man. That's worse. That's, right. That's worse. You're awesome. I'm not. <laughs> you could. That's a good way to disarm the conversation. Sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but like um, in your experience, Brad, like how has um, how like how how is weakness viewed in in men's eyes i mean you can speak if you want you can speak to how how weakness is viewed by you um as a man but just like kind of like a more of like a sociological question in your experience how have you seen men view weakness uh, well i think typically like in let's say just i think most most men i know have have either been taught or have learned the, I think the incorrect, mm-hmm. but the they have the assumption and, and and kind of live by the rule of it's not all right to show weakness. Yeah. Um, to and it's certainly not all okay to be weak. Yeah. Now there are times when I might agree with that. I mean, in the sense of when you're on the football field. And you're mm. very fatigued. Um, don't show your opponent you're very fatigued. Right. Yeah. So, so in football that might work, but in life, um, showing weakness and being being weak at times and acknowledging the weaknesses that we have, yeah, um, arguably is strong. Matter of fact, you know, God says to Paul, Paul asking Paul says I begged God three times basically yep. to take my thorn in the flesh and God said no why God tells him right because because my strength your strength is is made perfect in, in your, your weakness. weakness that's right you know, so yeah God you know be my strength then it's kind of and, and then paul goes okay well if that's the case then i'll boast in my weakness right um we we don't boast in our weakness typically as men no. um i like so i don't i don't want to open up the box fully because i don't i certainly can't speak to it and i don't have enough <laughs> i don't have i don't have enough data to really talk about it but when you say you know we don't we don't typically speak about our weakness as men I don't know if we I don't really know if we speak about our weakness like as humans, including including females. I just think I I I think that um 
I think that men aren't either a aren't good or b choose not to. I because like I don't really know. Um, so, but I I I don't I don't think that I don't think that they just I don't think they enjoy discussing their emotional experiences with things that would defeat them or that would make mm-hmm. them feel defeated. If that makes sense. Well, and think about this, like, um, if a woman cries, mm-hmm. it, it, a woman cries, right? If, if a man cries, then there are a lot of people that, that there's a big, there's a different judgment. Right. Um, well, they would pass lots of different judgment on me because I'm actually the crier of the family. <laughs> I'm the so, one. I'm the one who I'm the one who who okay, I'm gonna this is this is true because this is stupid. I was watching Avatar yesterday and I teared up in multiple parts and I'm like, this is this is dumb. Like why am I so emotionally invested in this movie right now? But so here's 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 what I've taught our kids and yeah, try to reinforce with our kids. There's no shame in crying when you are showing deep emotion, when you are, um, because one, I think tears are a gift from God. Mm-hmm. Um, even like scientifically, when they look at the chemistry of tears, you know, it's it's a stress reliever. It is a natural release. It's yeah. kind of like a, a, a pressure valve, if you will. Yeah. It's letting that pressure off. So they're a gift from God. So one, there's, there's, there's no shame in using the gifts that God has given us. There's no shame in, in, in crying when you're at a funeral, when you're at a wedding, when you're emotional. But don't whine. Don't right. be crying because yeah. you didn't get your way. Don't be, that, that's my, don't, don't, don't be crying because this is, you know, this is too hard. Right. You know, I one of the things that we what is a bad word in our house is I can't. Right. Because normally, normally when we use that word, we should use the word, it's hard. It's difficult. See, what I tell Noah, um, Addie's not old enough to to really understand this conversation at all. But what I've told Noah for a couple of years, when he says, I can't, I say, you can't or you won't. Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, as long as he's trying, mm-hmm. if he fails, which is what he doesn't want to do, if he yep. fails, I like oh, it's okay. Go. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? It's you okay. Just, like just just start so to figure it out. You just broke into another piece of the thing though, is yeah, is we've been taught in our own psyche, whether we did it or it was society or, or whatever, we've yeah. been taught it's not okay to fail. Right. When no, when you're what right. We should when what we should have been taught is um and i can't remember who said this i think it was zig ziglar mm-hmm. who said what you got to remember is failure is an event not a person yeah failure is an event yeah not a person and and that when you fail you learn yeah i've got a quote on my door listeners for those of you who don't know this um bill evans is or was um one of the greatest jazz pianists in in the history of music some would argue that he was the greatest i mean um, we all know that yeah right i yeah. i i would argue i would argue that herbie hancock has got him but whatever um but i've got a quote on my door um that is i mean it's it's it's, it's amazing to me about how how poignant it is because all, all it simply says is keep searching for that sound that you that you hear in your head until it becomes reality. But there's so much in there to unpack that deals with you not finding the sound that you that you hear in your head, meaning like that it's failure is failure is a is the road to success. Um, yeah. And I think that I definitely think that uh, I would agree, Brad, that that men in my, in my experience, guys, guys kind of retreat to their shell when, and I mean, I, sometimes I even do it. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm, I'm special here. Um, but guys retreat to their shell when, when we are confronted with 
having to own up to the fact that we can't do things perfectly um, or close to perfect, or we can't like, we can't do things better than everybody else, you know? Um, and, and, and I mean, one of, one of my, one of, one of the things that holds me back big time is why am I not performing as a set player, as a drum set player? Why am I not performing like Dennis Chambers or like Neil Peart or, you know, like, like the, the, the heaviest hitters, Dave Weckl, Vinnie Kaliuta. Why are, why am I not at the top of the food chain? Because I mean this, and I think, I think this is very much inter interwoven into, into the, the sort of like the manliness of the conversation. No, like this conversation is irrelevant in a weight room, but in the in a in a you know in a, in a recording studio, <laughs> a bench press bench pressing and squatting is a irrelevant conversation there, um, and and so for me it's 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 most definitely if I'm if I'm declaring I I can do this then why am I not the greatest at it, um, and one of the most one of the most liberating seriously liberating conversations I've ever had with another musician fantastic alto saxophone player um when he was when he was pursuing one of his graduate degrees someone said man you're you're really good you need to you need to like do like a mozart concerto hmm. and I'm, and and i actually was having this quite this conversation just the other day i have never seen anybody say this with so much confidence he, and it wasn't vulnerability it was just it was fact but this guy said yeah i know i can't play mozart i can't memorize that much music and that was it. Like it was just straight to the point. And I'm thinking, this guy's my hero. Just because he knows what he can do and he knows what he can't. And um, and so like there's you know, there's there's this element of self self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I think kind of like a next a next question to to ponder is one of the things that alludes to one of the things that you say, like in football, you don't need to you don't need to show your opponent that you're weak. Um but a question that I, that I thought up, you know, was how do men view weaknesses of other men? Um, what what has what I have found in my life is that guys who are confident, men who are confident in who they are and what they can do and what they cannot do are generally looked up to more by the male community than, you know, than than the ego driven um, ego driven. I've got to be the best at everything. So, yeah. So let, let me, let me give this example because it's just something that's going through my head. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever seen a video of a, of a black bear being ran out of a yard by a cat? Yeah. It's impressive. Yes, it is. Right. I mean, here you've got this 10 pound, maybe cat. <laughs> And you've got it's a this fat cat, dude. Huge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got this huge black bear. Mm -hmm. And that cat runs that bear out of that yard. That bear's running for its life. Yes, it is. But so so here's here's my thing. The way we define strength. One of the big things for me that I want to ingrain in my son is that mm -hmm. if you grow up and you get married and you have a family. You're the head of your house. We've kind of talked about these things. And that's about special responsibility, not special privilege. Yeah. If if someone breaks into your house and you hide behind your wife and kids, you better be more scared of your daddy than that person. Right? Yep. Because, yeah. because that's not what I've taught you to do. I don't care how big you are, how strong you are physically. Right. Now, Yes, I there's there's some yeah you know, I I want to be strong. I've always wanted to bench hundred pounds. You're right. I want to be thought strong by others. There's there's that yeah. part of this my psyche. I I have to own. Right. Um. However, <laughs> I'll take a five foot two, ninety eight pound man who will stand in front of his family. And take on whatever threat is coming through that door, yeah. over over a man who can bench four hundred pounds and run a four three forty, and is and is hiding in the corner. 
yeah when something comes because from the outside we'll go which one of those men is strong right that's exactly right when the reality is it ain't the one in the corner uh, and they're different strengths right that's it's very, very it's, yeah it's very different strength good yeah, yeah good point yeah, but but i will take but, but i'll take the man who's who's got that it doesn't matter i, I want that strength that, yeah. that strength of of will more so than that um and then i think even branching farther than that god says uh in his word that physical exercise profits a little but godliness profits all things and so mm. where is where's is his faith yeah where's the strength in his faith in god right and and in his rea- his understanding that I am weak, but through God, I can be strong. That's right. Yeah. Because it's not my strength. It's, it's God's strength. Yeah. Um, that reference, um, I, I had this written down, Matthew 26, 41, stay awake and pray so that you won't enter into, into temptation. This is uh, in, in, the, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yep. Um, and I mean – I, Jesus, like, I can bench 300 pounds. Yeah. yeah strong. It, clearly it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and like, w- I was, I was listening to a, a, a podcast driving, driving in. I'm, I'm, I'm up at union today, as you can tell, but um, I was listening to a podcast coming in um, by, um, I think his name's Charlie Duke. One of the, one of the, one of the guys who landed on, on our moon. Um, I think he was part of the Saturn program. But um, he was a way. yeah, <laughs> no, right? Yeah, when he said that, I thought this this kind of funny. But um, he his dad his dad fought in World War II, and you know he 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 had so much respect for what we all what we all sort of endearly call the greatest generation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love hearing the stories about in in so many World War II contexts, um. And I know this existed a lot in in other wars as well, but just for me, my interests are, is World War II. Is the guys that the guys that know for a fact, basically, we'll we'll even say statistically, they're already dead. They just haven't mm-hmm. the, the bullet hadn't hit them yet. That they just get up and go. You know, I and and like I do think I, th- I think I think there's 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 a sense of recklessness that is easy to kind of to kind of falsely bring into that narrative of you know that that guy was just making a stupid decision there are guys who make stupid decisions i mean there is there is a there is this, an element of being reckless i think strength as you were saying if it's rooted in the right place um i.e if it's rooted in in christian wisdom if it's rooted in uh our ability uh, in our not our ability, excuse me, but our relationship um, with with Christ and hearing from the Holy Spirit, I think that the guys in, in you know using this parallel metaphor of 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 just going straight into battle, regardless of the consequences, I think that is is a source of of strength, as you were saying, that overpowers everything, um, and. You, you know, as, as as you were mentioning with with Paul in Second Corinthians, um, but God said to me after his prayer, my grace is sufficient for you for power is perfected in weakness. Mm-hmm. That is as that is as antithetical counterintuitive as we can possibly get in the context of this conversation. You know what I mean? Like because because I like one of the one of the things. So this is a shortcoming of mine is that. Um, and, and I'm sure there's a, like, I'm Brad, I'm sure I know you've had this, 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 this kind of experience too, where if I want something to happen, like with, with tangible physical objects, like a hammer and a nail or a screw or a piece of wood or something like that, and it's not going to work, I'm going to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. That nail does not know <laughs> the terror that is about to come upon it, that it will go. And so, and so like, I just need more power. I need more gusto. I need, yeah. I need more, more volition of will to force something to work that 
that in my brain, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making, I'm making like the pretend voices that the nails looking at me is like, man, you ain't got nothing. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can't make, you can't make this happen. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I'm, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'll show you. I think, yeah, absolutely. And certainly have had those moments where it's like, oh, you're coming off with a bolt. <laughs> that's like, right. I, you know, like I'll cut you off. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, they've got torches out there, you know, and I saw a meme that said, you know, you can't, uh, you can't stay on there if you're liquid. You can't be tight if you're liquid. <laughs> That's you know? exactly. How I will, um, I will do whatever it takes. Yeah. So, so let's talk about another. I think area of, of looking at, at, at strength and being strong. Okay. Um, do you know that when they came and took Jesus in the garden, that they tied his hands? They tied Jesus's hands. They bound his hands. I yes, yeah. it's it's like a it's like a fleeting detail, but yeah. I I I don't know if I actually would have told you that. Yeah. So so I was teaching, and this was I think uh, during time we were coming out of COVID. So our you our youth and children's program hadn't quite set back up, but my kids were having to sit in Wednesday night church. <laughs> they the pastor's kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's the way I grew up, man. I'm used to and that. <laughs> and we're reading th through that, and like Isaiah kind of laughs a little, and I'm like, "What? What?" And he's like, "Basically, that was useless rope." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Like this is the God, uh, he, and here's the little boy going. Basically, that's that's dumb because that that rope couldn't hold Jesus. I can, I can so hear Isaiah actually saying that's like useless rope. Yeah. <laughs> that's an Isaiah statement right there. It's, and, and you know what? I'm like, wow, from the mouth of babes, he's so right. Yeah. The only reason that rope is holding Jesus is because Jesus is allowing it to hold him. Yep. Like, like it, it, it has no chance, no <laughs> chance. None. Like, so, but but that's because Jesus has the strength, his all power. He's God, yeah, incarnate in in the flesh. He's he's man and God, hundred percent man, hundred percent God. We can do the math later, All right? Yeah, he those ropes couldn't hold him, but Jesus allows it. He is so strong. Just if you think about how strong he's God, yeah, how right. strong is he? So yeah. reserved strength. Jesus has reserved strength. And I think that's one of the things that we're supposed to, we're supposed to be strong as men, but we're supposed to have reserved strength. And that doesn't mean we're physically strong as men. There's an aspect of, of, of manhood that I think can go along with that. But what, what if you mm -hmm. don't have that? Yeah. What if, what if, what if you've been in an accident and you're paralyzed from the neck down? Does that mean you're not strong? That's right. Well, well, physically, yes. But, but you may be one of the strongest individuals mentally and spiritually that this world's ever known. Matter of fact, it, it may be that because of that, you become yeah. one of the strongest, you know? And so yeah, I think exactly we've got right. to look at those, all those aspects of strength. But I think as men, Often, too, we need to have that reserved strength. Yeah. And two, if you feel the need to tell people how strong you are, and maybe I'm speaking mostly to teenage boys right now, <laughs> um, but I'm afraid maybe I'm not. So <laughs> if you feel the need to tell slash show people, and sometimes this is me too, mm -hmm. how strong you are then you don't have a certain level of strength, or at least you're not showing that certain level of strength. Yeah. Because yeah. someone who's, who's really strong doesn't need other people to know how strong they are. That's right. Um, a the, lion the... doesn't need to tell you he's a lion. <laughs> yeah, right. He does, yeah, he doesn't need to roar and do a dance. He just attacks and eats you. Yes. Just, <laughs> so the way, the way I've, I've always worded that, um, this, is, this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Um, but two songs that actually come to mind that that talk about that is I'm so fancy and you think you're cooler than me. The way I the way I I, I tell my students 
is that if you ever have to write a song that talks about how, fa how fancy you are and how much cooler you are than everybody else, you are not. <laughs> right. by, by definition, you're not. Matter of fact, it's it's you showing people how much not fancy you are and how much not cooler you are. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly right. Um, well, and and that actually that actually um, uh, gets me to thinking about as you, you know, the way that you kind of segued into quiet strength is, you know, like another type of strength that, that doesn't enter into the conversation in a typical, in a typical fashion is servanthood. Mm. I mean, you know, it's, it is a, it is a classic. Um, It's a classic part of the, of the Christmas narrative that Jesus could have been born could have been born as the highest of high royalties yeah. but yet he was he he was born to um I'm trying to think of how, like how scripture actually says it um he was born in a manger he was born in a stable mm -hmm. um he was a, I mean son of a carpenter he was an outcast um and uh and so like the the way that the way that Christ serves the way that Christ viewed his ministry as, as in, you know, again, we've referenced this several times on the show, but as sacrificing himself for his church mm -hmm. and not necessarily only in the sacrificial, sacrificial way of, of crucifixion and resurrection, but I mean, just the way he lived his life, the, you know, I mean, like, you know, foxes have dens, birds have nests, but the, the, the son of God has nowhere to rest his head, you know, like, um, and I think I think putting others before you all the time is an incredible uh, way to to see to see strength, in, in an unbelievable way to see how how God is being strength is being strong through someone else. Um, and and you know and and like the the conversation of how much can you how much can you weigh how fast can you run how many home runs have you hit like all of that mm -hmm. stuff that is all humanistic it's mm -hmm. all rooted in the what can i do by myself on my own and servanthood by definition has nothing to do with what you can do sure i know it involves what you are doing mm. but you are not the focal point who what, you are serving what, is right. is the focal point yeah so yeah i mean you want to say strength look at jesus He's the man who cries at the grave of Lazarus. Yeah. Um, he, 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 you want to see strength? Cry at the grave of Lazarus. Don't cry when they're nailing you to a cross. Don't be cursing those people when they're nailing you to a cross. Since then, Jesus cried to, you know, and he wept bitterly, if I remember right. Like, it's not just that Jesus wept. And maybe I'm the one interjecting the word bitterly, but right, you're thinking of you're thinking of Peter after Peter denied Jesus, he wept bitterly. Oh, thank you very much. Yep, got it. Yeah. Um, so, so, but Jesus wept, now, he unapologetically wept. Mm -hmm. I think it's very emotional. I think wept too gives this not just oh a tear ran down Jesus's face and he shows yeah. showed some emotion. No, he's showing full range of emotion. I think he's given us permission to cry as men, the greatest man of all. Uh, who is the uh, Adam that Adam was supposed to be? Right. Jesus uh, cried, and on the way to his execution, he knows it's coming. He knows this is the night. You, you want you want to see strength? Show me the man who's washing other people's feet and s dirty disciples' feet. One of which is going to betray him, and he knows that, and he knows who it is, and he washes <laughs> his feet anyway. On the way to the cross. That's strength. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, they they killed him so easy. I I saw one meme one time, and somebody was like um, talking about Thor, and they were like, uh, "Your God was nailed to a cross, and my God has a hammer." And I was like, "Well, your God's made up, and mine's not." But <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but my God 
could have not taken the cross he chose to right. see that's that's the thing you, those nails didn't hold jesus to the cross that cross didn't there wasn't enough roman soldiers in all of history to hold jesus to the cross right. um, there was enough manpower and all humanity to hold jesus to the cross he tells peter that because peter's got that same mentality right we're, we're going to physically fight our way out swings the sword and jesus says no this is not the way you live by the sword, will die by the sword, you know, and, and Jesus is going, I chose this. This is why I came to pay the price, you know, because if I don't, if I don't take your place, then you're all going to hell. Yeah. Like, so, Hey, this is, this has got to happen. Jesus chose. So yeah, if you think you're puny little made up God with his hammer, <laughs> which is just stupid anyway, um, you know, it's going to, makes my God weak, then you don't understand strength. That's right. Because go ahead and take something that you don't have to take. Because that's what Jesus did. Right. He endured this the pain and suffering and shame and all of this on the cross that he didn't have to. And here's the reality. At any, at any second, he had the power to just go, nope. That's strength. That's right. That's strength. And so how are we strong? You know, how are we portraying to our sons, DJ, mm -hmm. strong is, you know, and I know we're going to mess that up sometimes. Yeah. Hopefully and prayerfully, I hope our sons are better men than we are. Uh, that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I told Isaiah, Isaiah is big. And so here's, I get all tied in, right? Because my son is like 98 percentile for height and weight. He's, he's a, he's a big boy. He's yep. strong. And, and I'm like, yeah, that's my son. And I got that. That probably, this is the conversation too, that we, we had son. I, it's cool that you're strong and that you're getting stronger and, and that you're big and, and you're playing football. And I love that. And I want you to be a good football player. But more than I want you to be a good football player, I want you to be kind. Yeah. I want you to be godly. Yep. I want you to – and if, and, if and if you never play football again or if you're never a great football player, I want right. you to go on and be uh, a godly man who loves his, his God, who loves his family, who loves his neighbor because that's far more important. That's right. And, and how well you can tackle somebody or run a football or run a play or, or how much you can bench press. Yeah. So if it, if it sounds, if it sounds like I'm being a braggart, call me out on it. But like when, so I was a baseball player. Um, braggart. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I played baseball, Brad. You didn't. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, I was okay. I think, I, I think there were things I was good at. Um, but I never had a problem with having good sportsmanship. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. never, I never threw the bat. I never cursed the ground. I never threw the baseball. <laughs> you, you know, like I, yeah. I, I just, I just never had a, a, an issue with that, but there were guys that I, kids that I played with that did. Yeah. And, and like, I always wondered like, why, why are, are you? Why are you acting a fool? Why is it that that you are showing that you have this 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 outburst? And you know, I may be I may be completely off the mark here, um, but I'll say it anyways. That I think I think part of it is when we fail, when we, or even better yet, when we lose, mm -hmm. we still have to. I think men specifically still have to, or or have this this tendency to to give some sort of an outburst as if our outburst sort of like peacocks spreading their feathers negates the fact that we lost so that we can still show dominance mm. in a in a situation where it's out of our control yeah. it's over but i'm i'm still i'm still i still have a say in in something you know what i mean maybe what you're trying to do but what you look like is a little punk kid yeah you do that. i don't care yeah. if you're 35 you know you look like a little little bit that's right. imm immature 
a toddler throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, but I think you're probably right on that. That that's probably somewhere in the psyche. That's what we're we're trying yeah. to do. We're trying to protect that. Well, you know, yeah, but definitely. And here, I think one of the things lies is is where is our identity? Strength is a factor. Yep. Right. But it shouldn't be who we are. It can't actually. It's. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna argue that, Brad. You use the word. It shouldn't. I'm gonna say that it can't. Strength cannot define who you are because strength is a tool. Mm-hmm. It's 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 almost like if if you will follow me, it's almost like an adjective mm-hmm. that it's dis- almost like how nice a car you have or truck. Yeah, you have. yeah, it's exactly right. And that like shouldn't define you either. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, 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 it cannot. Right. Society society chooses, but like let's let's do like the the strongest the strongest men in the world or universe contest, like where they're yeah. you know they're bench pressing trains and pulling airplanes or something like that their strength their strength is not their identity because they are using strength to accomplish something else Mm -hmm. so like to me to me it's it's not that their strength is their identity the the fact that that they can pull the airplane that's that it's like the task that's being completed is is the notch on their belt and i so so that's why like, like i know it's i know it's kind of deep and i know it's I know it's sort of a different way into the argument, but like who we are cannot be determined or yeah, it cannot be determined by things that we, by things that we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying, I'm trying to unpack that. I know this is super deep and, and I know we're well, well, well into the show, but, um, well, and I, but, but I think, the point is that that's those are things that people try to make their identity. That now that's they correct. Try yeah. to make who they are. You know, right. how strong are you? How popular are you? What do you have? All mm-hmm. of these things. Um, when when our identity one should be in in Christ, you know right. that, that He made us. That as as those who belong to Jesus, He's our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Our identity is in Him. Our righteousness is in Him. Um, he made us, he should, you know, define our life. Now he, he's made us individuals. He's made us unique. I think God loves variety, but yeah. right. You, you can't let those, those other factors, it's a wrong place value. And, yeah. I, and I think that I think about when you're filling out a form mm-hmm. right online and, and you fill it out and it goes, Nope. Just gives you the red around box and says, this doesn't belong here. This yeah. can't be your answer. And and that's what you that's, I mean, that's what I'm like following when you're saying, Hey, what, um, what's your identity? And you're like, I'm strong. Er, no, that, that doesn't yeah. compute. Sorry. No, no, that no. answer is not on the board. Yeah. That's um, a characteristic of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think, it, I, I think that we're probably to the point of, of, um, I, I have a tendency to keep unpacking something that we've already unpacked. So, <laughs> well, you, you, yeah, I know, right? Both, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could really, hey, podcast guys. I mean, we could, we could do this for six hours. We really could. We like, have wow, done that before. Yeah, I'm feeling very hungry. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe we should eat something <laughs> in the middle of this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I just want to say one more thing, and then I'm good. Yep. Because right, it's just been on my mind. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes the strongest person does not feel strong. Mm-hmm. You may be sitting there going through something really difficult right now. You're strong. You're enduring it. God has given you the strength, but you feel like you're super weak. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I tell my kids. It's one of the things I tell my wife. This is one of the things my wife reiterates to me is you don't have to feel it to be it. You don't have to feel it to be it. Yeah. So if you're out there and and God is helping you get through some big struggle right now and you feel weak, one, Paul said, I'm going to celebrate my weakness. So it's mm-hmm. okay. Go ahead and celebrate your weakness because it's God's strength right. anyway. Yeah. But, but two, you don't have to feel strong to be strong. Some of the bravest people I know um, don't feel brave. Yeah. So, well, and, and to kind of, to kind of connect to, to put a point on that, if, if I may, Psalm seventy three twenty six, yeah. <laughs> Psalm seventy three twenty six says, "My flesh and my heart may fail, yeah. 
and the and the way that he the way that David uses the word may there is not it might it's when this <laughs> is going to happen yeah. my my flesh and my heart may fail but God is the strength of my heart my portion forever boom and like yeah to me that is the that is that's the 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 the, the heart and the root of the of the identity crisis that that you know we've been kind of dancing around yeah. um who who are we like really deep down is our identity grounded and and is our identity and then and then how we live our life is it grounded in christ mm-hmm. is it grounded in in humanistic tendencies obviously because we're humans we 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 are going to have a very hard time running away from that yeah um but yeah, I mean, God is the strength of my heart, my portion, my portion forever. Yeah, like I read that, and I mean, it just it it sunk. That's that one sunk deep for some reason. Um, Brad, that was a good show. Very strong one. Very, it was a very strong show. <laughs> my my side, my side was stronger though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I can't bench 300 pounds. I I can't bench three. Yeah. I can't I can't bench two. I, mean, I can bench three pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I yeah. Yeah. We can bench we can bench a very small amount Ooh. of weight. I mean, I, how much do you bench? I bench three. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just leave it at that. Just yeah. just walk away. <laughs> Listeners, we uh, we thank you so much for for listening to our show, for investing your time uh, in in hanging out with us. We ask that um, that you subscribe to the show um, to where you can always get updates um, when when new episodes drop. Um, rate us if 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 you can rate us and then and even review us. We'd love to hear your comments. We Brad and I love to hear like what we're doing right. Everybody does. Brad and I are also are also open to you know criticisms, cynicisms, smart remarks. I mean, feel free. Um, but. Uh, we really love doing this um pray and for us. certainly love yeah pray for us yeah i mean I, I don't know who needs this episode maybe it's me and dj but it may I'll be tell you what we were supposed to record it yesterday twice and it didn't happen and man yeah. we were late this morning yeah. and had some That's technical right. difficulties so yeah we always appreciate prayerless yeah home. yeah and and you know pray Especially. for pray for people that that listen to the show because like one we're of the things one of the things that we never know is who needs something not just from me and brad but who needs something on a day um and so uh guys listeners we thank you so much we'll catch you next time see you